Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 241 is entitled, What is Real? Part 10, Implications of the Assumptions of Science 1. Up until now in the series, What is Real? I have defined some of the important assumptions of science and some of the important assumptions of Christianity. I doubt if any list could be definitive. Now I shall present the implications of those assumptions. In this podcast, I shall focus on the implications of science. As a reminder, there were ten. Assumption 1. There is no intelligent design and no intelligent designer. Assumption 2. Life was created by accident. Assumption 3. Man is nothing but an accidental collocation of atoms. Assumption 4. We live in an accidental universe. Assumption 5. Man is an animal, and man is a machine, thus has no free will. Assumption 6. Man is ruled by determinism, and thus has no free will. Assumption 7. There is no life prior to earth. Assumption 8. There is no life after death. Assumption 9. Only the physical body has life. In other words, there is no soul. Assumption 10. Science replaces the need for God. Science is divided into two types. One, practical science, which deals strictly with temporal law and cause and effect. Two, theoretical science, which is an interpretation of science. All science relies upon hypothesis. Practical science seeks, through the scientific method, to prove those hypotheses. Until proven, they are unacceptable as laws. Theoretical science, however, deals with the unknown. In many cases, they accept the conclusion without scientific verification. The ten assumptions above are the product of theoretical science. They cannot be proven or disproven using the strict scientific method. The problem, of course, is that they are accepted by the scientific community as fact and are presented to the public as fact. They become the premises upon which worldviews are formed, wherein the authority of science, but not supported by true science. They remain theory, opinion, belief, conviction, but are not facts. They cannot be falsified. The left today in the United States has adopted the scientific worldview. And from that new world view are trying to create a new world order without the Christian God. The above false assumptions are the primary arguments against the existence of God. Atheists have defaulted to science for verification of opinions. It is merely opinion supporting opinion. I personally doubt if science has ever created an atheist. In fact, it is the other way around. Atheism is driving science. The only reason science promotes that man, earth, and the universe were created by accident is because they deny the existence of God. If you deny intelligent design, where else do you go? 
Accident, regardless of how preposterous it is, is the only alternative. Atheists create theoretical science. Theoretical science creates a new world order. I believe that atheists simply look for validation for their atheism wherever they can find it. As long as a scientific theory supports their opinion, they champion science. They don't care for pure scientific validation. The robes of science are all they need to confirm their biases and spread their propaganda. It is the same with left-leaning politics. They develop a paradigm and select only those facts or events that validate, ignoring all falsification. Truth is irrelevant, and the ends justify the means. Skeptics, perhaps, have been converted to agnosticism by false analogies and theoretical speculation. But atheism is a religion and serves its own God. The weight of true scientific evidence overwhelmingly supports intelligent design. The probability of our universe produced by accident is the same probability that a freeway pileup could produce a Tesla. Each of us has a worldview. In the jargon of science, it is sometimes called a paradigm. When worldviews change, as is happening in society today, it is called a paradigm shift. We are moving from a theist society to an atheistic society, and it is creating a huge clash in the political arena. The left is moving more and more toward a world without God, as is seen in the aggressive separation of church and state. If the left is to achieve its goal of a new world order, it is necessary to destroy the worldview that created the old world order, and that worldview is Christianity. Some synonyms for paradigm are model, pattern, standard, hypothesis, or theory. Few things affect our philosophy, our decisions, our way of life, our behavior, our day-to-day -day management of our affairs, more than our internal worldview. Our worldview affects how we vote in an election, how we conduct ourselves in society, how we view right and wrong, moral and immoral, good and evil, how we view freedom and liberty, how we behave, act, or think, how we respond to a crisis. America today, politically, is moving toward the natural man and away from the spiritual man. That is why Washington is rejecting the Constitution and Bill of Rights. They were formerly based on a belief in God, a belief in the Ten Commandments, and a belief in absolute moral law. Simply analyze the theme from the Declaration of Independence upon which America was built. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Can anyone doubt the worldview of our forefathers who founded this nation? Implicit in the declaration above is that God created us equal. God endowed us with unalienable rights. And God gave us life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We are very complex beings. What happens when desires conflict with our worldview? The natural man and the spiritual man are always at war with one another. When the natural man wins, we simply adjust our worldview to accommodate our desires. Atheism is a convenient religion to the natural man. A burning conscience has created many atheists. 
When the spiritual man wins, we adjust our behavior to accommodate our worldview. We are in the fix we are in today because the natural man is winning. The natural man always leads to disorder and chaos. In my lifetime, I have never seen political parties adjust so readily to evolve in ethics. Ethics, once founded strictly on the Ten Commandments, have now become fluid, even to the point of an attack on the Ten Commandments. Rather than the Sermon on the Mount, we have political correctness. Each of us have only one worldview, though many factors may influence that worldview. For example, we may view the world through our Christian upbringing. At the same time, we may view the world through the eyes of science, political parties, social movements, and current trends. We do one of two things. We deny the old worldview, or we blend the two in uncomfortable compatibility. If you would like a dramatic example, take any senior official of the left in Washington. Listen to or read their campaign speeches before the woke generation, and listen to or read their campaign speeches after the woke generation. Examine issues such as abortion, LGBTQ+, gay marriage, open borders, Constitution, Bill of Rights, Christianity, Patriotism, God, the Flag, Freedom of Speech, Freedom of the Press, Freedom of Religion, Socialism, Marxism, Communism, Energy, Military, Police, Law and Order, Riots, Morality. Some leading politicians are speaking openly for Socialism speaking openly against Christianity, and speaking openly against freedom. The older version does not appear to be the same person as the younger version. The left is said to evolve. The right is said to be wishy-washy. Since Darwinism and the dramatic rise in atheism, science and religion have moved further and further apart. In the conflict between science and religion, several things may happen. 1. The two paradigms will merge each influenced by the other. The merging may take several forms. One form leads to the corruption of both science and religion, rendering them both rather meaningless. 2. A second form one may choose one paradigm or the other. One may choose science and discard religion. Another may choose religion and discard science. It becomes a battle between atheism and theism between a creationist view based on strict interpretation of Genesis, which promotes intelligent design, and a scientific view based on an accidental universe. The latter view is the view of the left. In fact, the two points of view dominate today, causing a split between science and religion, as well as between Democrats and Republicans. In logic, it is sometimes called the either-or fallacy. If creationism is true, then science is false. If science is true, then creationism is false. They ignore the possibility that both may be wrong, or both may have things that are right. For example, a Christian could argue that God created the world using absolute laws. A study of religion would focus on why God created man and the earth. A study of science would focus on how God created man and the earth. To a true Christian, true science can improve his understanding of how God works. A Christian who is a scientist could argue that absolute law governed the creation of the universe. 
and those absolute laws were organized by intelligent design. Science, even the most atheistic scientists, already admit to the appearance of intelligent design. In fact, science has made great strides in proving that intelligent design exists. The existence of constants, for example. Many Christians use that evidence as an argument for intelligent design. Atheists use it as an argument against intelligent design. True science and true religion will always be compatible because law, temporal or spiritual, can never contradict law. Paradox may exist due to ignorance, but never incompatibility. The dilemma is, of course, that intelligent design and accidental universe are conflicting opposites, and both cannot be true at the same time. And that is why neither side will compromise, and why Christians should not compromise. Part of the scientific method is to form a hypothesis and then to test that hypothesis. However, modern science, with all its boastful claims, does not stick strictly to the scientific method. Science is split between practical science or the science of experimentation, which includes falsification and verification, and theoretical science, which requires no falsification and sometimes no verification. They remain theoretical, but are preached from the scientific pulpit as truth. Atheists such as Richard Dawkins, the Apostle Paul of Atheism, use those false assumptions as proof that God does not exist. Like all atheists and many scientists, Mr. Dawkins assumes they are true, and he wants his readers to make the same assumptions, though they are without proof. Science, for example, can never prove their theory that man and the universe were created by accident. It is based entirely on their worldview that God does not exist. Therefore, without intelligent design, it must be accident. Regardless of their super scaffolding, it is no more solid than that. In podcast 231, Laplace's Demon, I identified 10 assumptions of theoretical science that are false. In fact, it can be said that if those assumptions are true, then Christianity is false. And if Christianity is true, then those assumptions are false. There is no middle ground and no compromise. In this and the following podcast, I wish to address the far-reaching implications of those assumptions. Assumption 1. There is no intelligent design and no intelligent designer. The most devout theist cannot scientifically prove the existence of God. No matter how persuasive the evidence, it requires faith to believe in God. As illogical as it may sound, you cannot use the creation to prove that an intelligent creator designed it. The opposite is also true. The most devout atheist cannot scientifically prove that God does not exist. The following logical fallacies, however, are presented by atheists as proof that God does not exist. Assumption 2. Life was created by accident. Atheists attempt to use the circular argument of the anthropic principle. Earth supports life, therefore it is capable of generating life. That is a form of begging the question and offers no explanation whatsoever for the existence of life. It only confirms what you already know, that is, that life exists. If you reject intelligent design, where else do you go? There is nowhere else to go. You must rely upon accident, or coincidence, or chance, or serendipity of surroundings. Only absolutes provide exclusive contradiction. It takes on the logical form of, if A, then not B, or, if intelligent design, then not accident, or, 
if accident, then not intelligent design. The conclusion itself is circular because one or the other must be assumed to be true. Science seems content upon accepting accident as default, not because they can prove life in the universe were created by accident, but because they reject the idea of God or intelligent design. That is not a valid argument. To be valid, they must falsify intelligent design. But as explained above, they cannot do that. Each new scientific discovery validates intelligent design, including the genetic code, yet they want you to accept their conclusion. Assumption 3. Man is an accidental collocation of atoms. That, of course, is another form of life was created by accident. And like assumptions too, it cannot be verified or falsified. In fact, all the logical fallacies of science depend upon their ability to falsify intelligent design. In googling how many atoms constituted the human body, I found the following. I quote, Suzanne Bell, an analytical chemist at West Virginia University, estimates that a 150-pound human body contains about 6.5 octillion atoms. An octillion is one followed by 27 zeros. It could also be stated as 1 billion, billion, billion. What are the chances of 6.5 octillion atoms accidentally coming together to form man? It would appear more logical to claim that only absolute loss can account for life on earth. It is law that protects, perfects, and governs all things, and that suggests intelligent design. In our next podcast, we shall continue to analyze the ten logical fallacies of theoretical science. We hope you'll stay with us. Please tell your friends. The podcast can be downloaded by typing in A New Voice of Freedom. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.